Hi, everyone. This is Courtney. And this is Emily. And you are listening to the Mostly Awkward Podcast. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, social anxiety and... Does it get better as you age? Or does it not? <laughs> In Emily's case. <laughs> I do this thing when we start our recording where we we look at our iPhone and we start it at the exact same moment in time like when the little the little It's also how we watch movies together. You just wait until the minute hand yeah. hits the 12 and then you and then you or the second hand the second guess, hand hits, hits the, 12. the 12 and then you start. And I feel like that's not something that anybody else who records together does. It's unique to us. We're special. But it's because I have a hard time editing. <laughs> I'm new to the editing business, of course, and it's just so much easier. Like I can find our starting points and sync up our voices way easier if we start the recording at the exact same time. Otherwise, I it takes me forever. Yeah, so it's what we do. And recording takes me forever anyways. I was telling Emily before this about how I'm trying to overcome... <laughs> I think it's really hard to hear yourself talk and to edit your own voice because when I'm editing our podcast, I have no problem when, like when Emily's talking, it's so easy to edit Emily's voice. But when I'm editing my own voice, when I start talking, I immediately hate it. Like I hate, I hate my voice. I hate listening to myself. It feels so like cringe and I'm like editing it and I can't seem to even i mean we've talked before about how that's a normal response but it's really hard to shake that like even listening to our pods back i hate the way i sound like i'm like oh my god that's my voice yeah i rarely listen to our podcasts back because i don't i don't want to hear myself talk i think it has something to do with that being awkward you know you like listen to yourself and then you feel like you're just super weird and awkward but i'm an idiot (laughs) (laughs) and now i'm listening to myself be an idiot yeah it got to the point where i was like i i felt like i was talking too slow and that i sounded so stupid so i would remove some space between the words that i was saying so that i was like talking a bit faster (laughs) it's actually hilarious because when courtney first mentioned that she was gonna be doing the majority of the editing on the pod I like I've met Courtney, <laughs> lived with her for a bit, know how she is with projects and stuff. So I was like, anal. I how, I'm anal. Yeah. I was like, I wonder how anal she's going to get about this. But it seemed fine because she was just like, yeah, editing was OK. Like, we just need to be more mindful of like this. But like, whatever. Editing was it went smoothly. And I was like, OK, cool. And then today she's like, I edit out the spaces between my words. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> But I'm getting better. I'm starting to accept that this is how I talk. (laughs) Uh, So, so yeah. (laughs) So less editing out the little second spaces in between your words. Yeah, I'm I'm letting. That was a mixture of letting and editing. And editing. (laughs) I got it. I'm letting things be. I'm getting more chill. 
I'm starting to find some acceptance with who I am, which is what this podcast is about, right? So we're working on it. So, hey, it's helping, I guess. It's helping. That's so funny that you were like, I wonder how anal Courtney's going to be. <laughs> the an- and then it, the like, answer it was seemed, anal. It seemed fine, which was weird to me because I was like, oh, she's pretty chill about this. And then, of course, yeah, I just wasn't just, like, telling you. <laughs> your little gremlin side came out. I've been editing. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> of course you have. I should have known. <laughs> All right. What are we talking about today? We have a topic. Yeah, we always have a topic. Whether or not it's been researched is always just a (laughs) shot in the dark, but we always have a topic. That's Uh, true. We like just speaking. I like just speaking because in our other podcast, we have such a rigid outline. We just talked today about how that podcast is not for the chit-chat, and this podcast is for the chit-chat. Exactly. This podcast is for the chit-chat. The other one is for the facts. Well, this one is also for facts, but... In a different way, because yeah, in a, in a chit chatty way, in a chit chatty way, in a way where we come to conclusions ourselves and we use our little brains and we formulate thoughts, because that's not something you can do when you're like telling the story, telling a story like in our other podcast. But that's something that I like practicing and something that I need to work on more because obviously I think I sound stupid when I talk because I edit the seconds out in between my words. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, such a spaz. I love it. Yeah. Well, okay. So our topic for today is, let me see. Does social anxiety get better as you age? So this is an interesting thing to consider. Emily and I, we immediately had opposing views. Yeah. I was going to say, I wanted to do this one because we talked about it for like three seconds And both of us were like, well, I think this. And Courtney was like, well, I think the complete opposite thing. And I was like, good, perfect. Let's do it then. Because that's two different viewpoints. Cool. So we can debate. It's not going to be much of a debate. I mean, honestly, I just am who I am. I is who I is. (laughs) (laughs) But there would be some, like, if that's how you are and I'm different, like, there should be a way that the general, the general public is. Which we don't know the answer to that, right? Like, we don't know how most people are. Maybe most people, they do kind of close in on themselves as they get older. And generally, I'm an outlier, so um, I don't fit the norm. (laughs) I'm going to go with mine's probably not the right answer. (laughs) Well, I will say I relate to you in some aspects of it. So why don't you tell what you think? And because I do relate to some of it, so then I can kind of quip in on what I think about that, and then we'll discuss the other side. Yeah. So, um, Emily, I'm going. <laughs> Emily, go like... ahead. <laughs> Emily likes to be alone, wrapped in a blanket, yeah. always. Yeah. Let's just say, I don't get lonely. <laughs> I just get happier. Um... <laughs> so I'm gonna say for me that it has definitely gotten worse with age um and I think the main reason that I have to say that is because I've never felt comfortable socially but I didn't know that that wasn't normal um so when I was younger uh and again I've mentioned sleepovers and stuff not knowing where things are and I would rather just turn into a shriveled up husk on your couch than ask you for a glass of water I didn't know that that was abnormal. (laughs) I didn't realize that other kids 
didn't have that kind of anxiety about going to people's houses or interacting with other people. Or, they can just like, ask for a glass of water. Right? <laughs> There's just They can literally just open their face and go, I'm thirsty and I can't do that. I'm just here to die. <laughs> I, actually, <laughs> I actually remember being surprised about that when I was a kid because I would... I had the same thing. Like I'd be nervous to ask for something and I would see other kids do it. And I would always be like, wow, like look at the balls <laughs> on that one yeah, coming like... into a stranger's home and asking for food and water. Yeah. <laughs> what is wrong with you? How do you do that? Teach me your ways. <laughs> and like, even like birthday parties and stuff, I would always be like, you know, worst case scenario, like what if I go and I don't talk to anyone and I just sit there quietly and I'm hungry the whole time because there's no food and like, yeah. <laughs> so like I just do that in my head and I never knew that that like that other kids weren't doing that. Like I thought everybody was just super nervous to be there and other people were just better at talking. Like that was kind of how my world was framed. And then as I got older and I like I was talking to Courtney about this and I, I really don't think I realized that. I was the one not enjoying myself until like high school because in high school I like started to expand my friend group and I started hanging out with people who who had more parties and I would go to those parties and they were all enjoying themselves and the whole time I was there I was like I could have comfier socks on if I was at home like that's where my head was at I didn't want to be there I just wanted to be wrapped in a blanket with my comfy socks drinking some hot chalky and maybe watching a movie like <laughs> I did not want to be there drinking and socializing and having a good time good time in air quotes because it wasn't a good time for me and so that's when I really started to realize that, like this isn't normal <laughs> what I'm feeling is actually a really uncomfortable feeling and I don't need to put myself through that and so I kind of stopped engaging as much socially like I still in university went to a few parties as Courtney and Brie can attest to but like for the most part I was very much a homebody I like to be home I don't like to go out I think it got even worse in our last few years of university because I remember even when we would go to the states and we would be ready getting ready to go out I'd get like 10 minutes into getting ready and I'd be like you know what sounds great a nap. <laughs> I, I remember like, you doing that. <laughs> yeah. And I'd be like, and I would do Emily, like, <laughs> like we're going out. <laughs> and I'd be like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. You guys are going to take another like hour at least to get ready. I got nap time here. <laughs> like I can have a little lay down. It's not a big deal. And I just would like feel this like overwhelming draining feeling like that. I really just needed to be like sleeping or whatever before I went out to like prep for going out because <laughs> it was so draining for me and so yeah that's when I that's when I really like got aware of the social anxiety and was like I'm not a good person with other people um so yeah definitely as I got older got much much worse I never used to nap before going places uh <laughs> <laughs> that's a development from university so yeah that was just my experience with it and knowing that like and how are you now in your life now Listen, I don't do things. Um, I go to work. I hang out with my dog. I hang out with my family. I have a few friends that I'll make the effort to go see. I don't like big gatherings to this day. Honestly, if I make plans even with my best friends and they cancel on me, I'm not that upset. It sucks that I'm not going to see them, but I'm not that upset. On my days off, I would prefer to sit on my couch petting my dog or be outside walking my dog alone than to have anything planned with anyone else, family, friends, regardless. Leave me alone. <laughs> so yeah, probably not healthy. Very much hermit behavior. Might end up owning a cabin in the woods where I just live alone. 
but that's where I'm at. (laughs) (laughs) I also have hermit behavior. I really liked that about our university days, actually. Like, I think all three of us, me, you, and Brie, we were kind of all homebodies. Like, we didn't... We 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 went out to things and we did things, but we also but it was like, like reasonable times. Like we would go out on the weekends, and then Sunday would roll around, and we would be like, okay, Sunday nights for relaxing, and then back into the school week. Like, and I think that's why like we all kind of did well in school because like Monday to Friday we were yeah like, we were class, on class, it. Class. Yeah. like we didn't go out, we didn't party, and people had like midweek parties. We'd be like at home sipping tea. Like, what are they doing? Yeah, <laughs> what is this? Ke- is a kegger on a Wednesday? No, thank yeah. you. Like, <laughs> and that was. Those are some of like my favorite memories from university is just sitting on that ugly pink couch that we had and just like My God, that was a terrible couch set. <laughs> yeah, but just hanging out together. <laughs> like that those that was the funnest time for me. Yeah. So you're saying that you you think it's got worse because like your hermit behavior has really gotten worse as you've gotten older. Yeah, I think just the just the like awareness of myself and knowing that like I was feeling that way and didn't know that I was feeling that way. Like I was able to play it off when I was younger and just be like, I'll go. Cause everybody feels mm-hmm. this way. And then when I started to realize that like, that's not, it's just a me thing. Then I was like, I don't have to, I don't have to be out there doing that stuff. If I'm not feeling the same way about it that other people are feeling, if I'm not getting the joy, if I'm not getting full of energy when I go out and connect with other people, why am I doing it? Right. Yeah. So I will live in my little hovel with my blanket cave and I will be happy. (laughs) Yeah. And I would agree with that. I definitely think as I've gotten older, I've definitely got more hermit behavior too. I was always like homebody-ish, but now like get, no, I don't want to go anywhere. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think as we're young too, like, you know, we're, we're at school so we're kind of like forced to be around a lot of people when we're younger through school and things like that. And as you get older, you don't have that anymore, right? Like you have work and work is very hard. Like now we're like in the real world and we have to actually work and make a living and we don't just get to have fun with our friends. So I do think like as I've gotten older, I definitely do not have FOMO. I have JOMO, the joy of missing out. I love it. <laughs> leave me alone in my home. I Thank you. love when people leave me alone. I love it. I want to make business cards that say, like, please do not contact me. <laughs> and yeah, like, and I enjoy my own company. I like being alone at home. And when I was younger, I do feel like I went out a lot more because it was like, oh, like, I need to experience this fun thing. Like, you know, like on New Year's, I was like, I can't waste my New Year's. I have to go and have the best night ever. And now, like, I would totally love it to go to bed nice and early (laughs) on New Year's. I'm just going to put on a Friends marathon and watch it until I fall asleep. And when I wake up, it will be a new year. (laughs) Not you, because you don't like Friends, which we've already found out. And I hate that about you. But I'm sorry. (laughs) But yeah, I do think that that is a thing that comes with age. You no longer feel like you need to have a million friends or be at the center of everything happening. You just kind of learn about like you you get to know yourself a bit more and you just kind of know what you like and you it gets tiring to go do things so and it also it, it is really draining to spend a lot of time around a lot of people I get so drained I like I can have one social interaction and then be good for like months like introvert power um yeah, yeah like I 
honestly, I know a lot of people who are extroverted and who thrive on that and who like get energized when we're out. And the whole time I'm just like slugging along behind them, like dragging my <laughs> knuckles on the floor, drooling. Can we go? Like I'm so <laughs> sad. And they're like having a great time pumped up. They're like drink dancing, hooting. I'm like, this is not the sounds you're making. <laughs> I'm not feeling that. I I don't agree. I would like it to be quiet, please. Yeah. This bass that's thumping in the back of my head is making it difficult to move. Can we just go on? (laughs) And like, honestly, even like, even if I am enjoying myself while I'm out, there comes a point and it's usually like three hours earlier in the night than it is for anyone else where I'm just like, I surrender. Like, I'm done. My feet hurt. I'm sad. I'm hungry. Again, I'm thirsty. I need someone to just like wrap me in a blanket and roll me into a cab and send me home. But everybody else still wants to be there. And again, people pleaser. Hi, here I am. So I'll just like stay with you. If it if I've wanted to go home for five hours and you're not ready yet, I'm still hanging out. <laughs> I'm probably real sad, but I'm still hanging out. You are out. a trooper. And I do like that about you because on those nights where you're just like, eh, I'm not feeling it. I want to go home. I'd always be like, want to go home? And you'd be like, yep, let's go. Yep, done. <laughs> All out. right. I've already called the taxi. At, I was ready three hours ago. Uh- <laughs> Yeah, but you were a good sport. Like, you really did come out with us a lot in university. (laughs) I will also, like, I will never be the one to suggest we leave first. Because I know that I'm always the one who wants to. We'll have been in the club for 45 minutes, and I'm like, I'm fully done. And everybody (laughs) else is still, like, way into it. So I'm like, okay, cool, we're here, we're settled. But the second the next person is like, I want to go, I'm like, I could leave. (laughs) I could leave. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind. That is exactly what you say. I could leave. I could leave. I don't have to be here. We're good. It's just like my knee jerk reaction. I'm ready. What? And they're like, oh, I was just going outside for some air. I'll come with you. (laughs) Take me with you. And if we happen to get in a taxi and go home while we do that, I'm totally cool with that. If both of us were to trip into a taxi on our way out the door. Maybe go through the McDonald's drive-thru. That'd be cool. Although, I will say, there have been a couple times that I have regretted leaving when you wanted to leave. Like that one time we tried to, like, walk home in high heels in the snow. (laughs) Do you remember that? No. And it was because because we were at, I don't remember if it was called The Vault or if it was called Titanium at the time, but do you know what one I'm talking about? Yes. That weird place. Okay. And I don't know why it was, I think it was just you and me. And we we're done and we left and we were like let's not catch a taxi here it's too busy let's walk a bit so then we walked a bit and then you were like why don't we just walk to the bus stop but the bus stop was like three blocks up and so I was like okay let's go so we walked to the bus stop in freezing cold weather in high heels with like no coats (laughs) we got to the bus stop we realized that the last bus had already come and gone so we just walked to the bus stop for no reason And then we had to find a taxi, but we were already like six blocks from the clubs. So there were no taxis that were picking people up because we'd gone too far. So we literally just kept walking. And then we finally got to like a bar, probably like in downtown Kitchener. Like we walked so far and we got to a bar and there just happened to be a taxi outside and we caught it and went home. But like we walked for like 40 minutes. (laughs) 
in like sub-zero winter temperatures in Canada, and I was wearing peep toe high heel shoes. <laughs> I remember because I was like, if I lose a toe tonight, <laughs> it's because of Courtney. Okay, I have a memory of you saying that. But I, yeah. <laughs> I think I blocked the whole thing out. <laughs> it was a bad time. <laughs> Not good. There was another time we walked home from day drinking and we saw that deer. Oh my gosh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. And then both of like us just thought it was a parking lot? Where was that? Yeah. So here's the thing. <laughs> we, we went thought... to school. We went to school in a city. We were not in the like both of us are small town kids, but we were in the city. And we were walking home. It was like a 2-hour walk home and we just were day drunk and we decided to <laughs> go for it. So <laughs> a couple of ciders deep, we are walking um, there was our university campus and then there was a technology campus that was above it that like really focused on like cell phone development and like computer technologies and stuff like that. That was technically part of our campus, but also had businesses on it. So you could like co-op into them and stuff. Um, so yeah, there was like our campus, then this park thing. And then our house was like above that park in the like city layout, and so we were walking between the research and technology park and our like house to get to our house, like to go up. And it like ran out of a parking lot at Rim, which was one of right. the businesses at the research and technology park. Just this deer just runs out <laughs> in front of us. And both of us were just like, oh, a deer. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got home and we kind of sobered up a little bit and we were like, so we both saw the deer, right? <laughs> like it wasn't. <laughs> In the middle of the city. One of us. Yeah. Like, and I don't know where that deer would have gone because it's all like built up homes around that area. Like there was nowhere that it should have come from and nowhere that it should have been going. Like I'm, I don't where, where, where (laughs) for both of those. Yeah. I remember just being like, what? (laughs) Where'd you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cotton Eye Joe. Yep. That's the one. (laughs) (laughs) Just, yeah, that was intense. Yeah. But yeah, those are those are some of the some of the ones where I was like, we maybe should have left at a different time or, you know, <laughs> taken a taxi or whatever. We just have horrible thought processes when we're drunk. Not right here. It's too busy. We'll catch a cab later and then let's go to the bus stop. And then, yeah. <laughs> oh, there's no taxis over here because we walked too far. We both have hypothermia now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, in general, I'm down to leave whenever. That's the <laughs> that's the that's main the thing here. <laughs> the moral of the story is. If you ever get to a place and you're like, it's too early to leave. No, it's not because I've wanted to go for an hour. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So I think we can both agree that as you get older, you do tend to have more hermit behavior. For us, anyways. I don't think it's the same for the entirety of the population. But for us. Right. I think I would, I think I would agree that a lot of people tend to do that. Uh, maybe, you know, there's some like nice church going middle-aged ladies that really like to hit things up still in the olden (laughs) days. Not me. (laughs) Um, Not me. But when it comes to like another aspect of social anxiety, I think I've gotten a lot better as I've grown, which would be like when it comes to, uh, I guess, interacting with people in different ways, like in job interviews in having work meetings in not being terrified to call people on the phone in being a bit better at talking to strangers i have gotten better at that 
as I've grown up. How do you I feel always, about that? <laughs> I always think that I'm okay and then I'm not. I'll give you an example. This just happened to me and Courtney doesn't know about it yet because um, I have no data on my phone. So it's, you know. That's been the worst, I, by the way. I can't talk to her right now. Um, So I was at work and we have been having some computer issues that have pretty much locked me out of like everything that I'm used to using. Uh, so I can't bill people properly and give them their invoicing and like let them know how much they owe. And so I had to call a whole bunch of businesses and basically tell them like, hey, you can still like, you know, buy more stuff and like whatever. We're not going to like cut off your privileges or anything, but you also won't be getting billing from us this month because I don't know. <laughs> I can't. Someone help me. Um, So a lot of these businesses that I have to call, I have a number, but I have no contact name for who handles their invoicing because I'm fairly new at my position. So I don't like know who I should be talking to. So I called this one and I got through to a front desk and I said, you know, like, I just need to be connected to whoever handles your billing uh, for our specific location. And she was like, okay, can do like, whatever. Very nice. Very sweet. I said, thank you. Got connected. It was great. And then this like guy answers the phone. And so I give him my whole rundown of, hi, nothing is working. It won't affect your day to day, but I just wanted to let you know, like, you don't need to contact me because you didn't get a bill. I know you didn't get a bill. I can't give you one, but there will be something next month. And he was like, okay, thanks for the heads up. Then this man takes a left turn in the conversation and really rocked me because he was like, can I just ask how you got this phone number in like a really offended way? And so I was like, uh. So I, <laughs> you did tell me like, this, by the way. You told me this in a oh, voice I did? note. Oh, I did? Okay. In a voice note. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, um, I definitely just read it off of the sheet that I have for your contact information. And he was like, yeah, but this specific extension. And he like said his extension. And then he's like, I just want to know how you got that. And I was like, I didn't. I just, <laughs> I just got. And he was like, oh, you called the front desk and they just patched you through. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, because I don't give that extension out to anyone. And I was like, bro, you just gave it to me. <laughs> you just you said it just out said, loud. You just said the extension out loud. I hope and you wrote it like, down. Call him next I, time. <laughs> I didn't, but it was such an easy extension that I remember it. I just don't want to dox this guy. So I'm not <laughs> not going to give his extension out. Um, but yeah, so I was like, I, and he's like, oh, yeah, well, you got the right guy anyway. So like, thanks for the heads up. And I was like, okay, cool. But you just like made this conversation like 50 times harder than it had to be for me. Thank you. Have a great day. <laughs> and then I had to make another phone call because, um, again, we have to do everything by phone right now because our systems aren't working. So I had to, like, order some stuff, um, specifically, like, paper supplies. And I, like, call these people and I'm the, – the old company that I worked at is, like, the parent company of the new company that I've gone to. But they use different supplies and there is, like, logo differences and, like, stuff like that. And I know that, like, the old store uses, like, a form that's very similar to the form I was trying to order but has a different logo on it. So I was, like, trying to be, like, very specific about what I asked for. But I'm also, like, not sure that he understood me because I was like, do you need the actual code? And he's like, no, you just need to describe the paper. That and so I was like, okay. So I, like, <laughs> described it. And then he's like, okay. And, like, this one isn't even available yet. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense because I've ordered this paper before. So unless he's just saying that there's like backstocked or something. So like, I don't even understand what he was saying to me. And I was just like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this has been fun for me. Thank you. So yeah, that's been torturous. 
So I always think like, yeah, I'm good. I can handle myself like whatever. But then a new situation crops up and I have extreme anxiety and it, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I wouldn't say I have overcome, you know, my social anxiety. It's definitely still there. And I definitely still do a lot of weird things when talking to people. But it has gotten better since since I was younger, because when I was younger, like I would not even call to order a pizza at all like i'd be so nervous oh yeah god no that was my parents job yeah what are you talking about? exactly but now i'll like call them up and like they say something in dutch and i'm like hi yeah i only speak english i'd like this please <laughs> deliver it to my house <laughs> oh so you don't walk into the pizza joint anymore and have them comment on you changing your hair color <laughs> that doesn't happen no that's an inside joke from university because <laughs> i used to order a lot of pizza and they noticed when she dyed her hair. Like, that was the best for me. Oh, you changed your hair. I come here too much. Yeah, I need to change up my restaurant, apparently, because... People always remember me, too. Like, I hate... Like, my sushi place in Alliston, I love them. That's a town I'm from in Canada. And it has been... Like, I have been moved away for years I've been living in another country for five years now. And still, when I go to that sushi place, they're always like, hey, oh, my God, you're back. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> just for a week. That was though. like, we also used to go to this convenience store all the time and like binge buy candy. And then those we were on just, the like, nights that we would just sit on the couch together. Yeah. And Best just like watch ever. movies and eat candy. And we didn't do it all that often, but we did it like frequently enough that I guess it was a thing because this one time we went in and we didn't buy the candy. We just like got like scratch tickets or something. And the guy behind the counter was literally like, what? No candy. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, shit. I feel like we had a name for that where we'd be like binge eating oh god that sounds bad we'd be like want to binge eat yeah <laughs> but it was a it was a day wasn't it a day it was, it like was fat, usually fat tuesday or fat like we had a day that we just called. i feel like it was usually when we were about to go on our periods or something we'd be like for we sure because we're ladies we need and to that's, go. How you, that's how you make yourself feel better yeah <laughs> we eat need to go the to the food. convenience store <laughs> what no candy i was like oh god he might as well have just called me by name what other things are typical about social anxiety? Like we've talked like hermit behavior. We've talked talking to people. Is there anything else that's kind of like a typical behavior that we think we've gotten either worse at or better at as we've gotten older? As I've gotten older. Oh, God. <laughs> I just think like I have this funny thing that I do um, that freaks a lot of people out. And I call it like my phone voice or my drive through voice. Where I definitely like fully I know change. the voice. I know the I voice. I fully change like the pitch and tone of my voice. I think you do I'm... it in the closing of our podcast. Pro- probably <laughs> when I'm in a professional setting or when I feel like I'm like I have to like be on script or like say the right thing. Yeah. I have like this different it's not my conversational voice at all. And I know that I'm doing it. But yeah, I've definitely like done it to two people like been like hey listen this is my phone voice and then they're like don't do that ever again and I just think it's funny because like that's my that's my like voice and I I like I think I started doing that when I was younger and I would answer the phone at my house and I wasn't sure who was before caller ID to date myself a little bit um I would pick up the phone like that and I would be like hi, you've reached the brains. Like, this is Emily. How can I? Like, whatever. And and I just kind of, like, took that with me into, like, my job. So that's, like, now when I answer the phone, that's my my phone voice. And that's what you get. (laughs) 
It's really funny that you say that because so when I'm doing the transcriptions for these podcasts, it always like I put it into a program and then it like shoots it out. Right. And it has like speaker one and speaker two. And I have to change that. Like speaker one is Courtney. Speaker two is Emily. And then when I get to the end of our episode and we're doing the closing, it's like speaker three. And it has your and it's me. <laughs> yeah, and it's you because <laughs> it recognizes it as a completely different voice. It is. I'm a, just a different, I morph into a different human when I answer the phone. And yeah. th- this is actually, we're re-recording our intros and our outros today for the podcast. So so maybe I'll consciously make it just my normal speaking voice. Yeah, let's try And this and... won't even be a thing. You guys won't even notice the difference. Yeah. Because I'm going to make it not my phone voice. You're going to have to go to older episodes and be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, she definitely does that. Yeah. <laughs> but I also feel like that's a, that's a helpful tool for me because... I can like, it's almost like wearing a mask, like, because then I'm like, if someone that I speak to on the phone ever comes in to complain about me, they won't know it was me because my voice is completely different. (laughs) (laughs) It's my defense mechanism. (laughs) I spoke to an Emily on the phone. Oh, yeah. uh, I don't. (laughs) No, I've never met that girl. That Uh, was not her. She did not sound like that. (laughs) She had a very high pitched voice. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, wasn't me. <laughs> Bet you you're going to get another speaker for that part, too. <laughs> yeah, probably. We're going to have a whole bunch of speakers in this in this episode. Uh, just because I'm screwing with you a little bit. <laughs> so your phone voice is something that stayed with you your whole life. You... Yeah. I don't yeah, think I... kick it. I don't think I do that i think i have a different voice when i talk to Irwin, though and i notice that about some of my friends too like when they talk to their boyfriend they talk in like a higher pitched voice i mean it's probably also like people with pets and babies like i talk oh, to my dog yes. like i'm an absolute moron yes. and i know that i sound so stupid and i can't stop it yeah <laughs> and even the names i call him like if he could speak english i'm sure he'd turn around and be like stop calling me that it's stupid <laughs> but he doesn't have that power luckily so he gets called like snooky bum mcpickles and he has to deal with it Erwin does that too when we talk to pixel we definitely have a way of talking to pixel in this house and <laughs> and it's not your normal speaking no voice. not at all and if strangers <laughs> heard it they would be like what are you doing <laughs> we don't even call him pixel like we never call pixel pixel we call him noodle always just non-stop uh, he only gets called Pixel if he's in trouble. <laughs> it's like his his full name. <laughs> <laughs> my parents used to do that with my, they would middle name me. So you get like the first oh, and, yeah. middle, and you're like, ah, I did something wrong. If yeah. I get that. The other one was sometimes they'll get frustrated. Um, so my sister's name is also Courtney. <laughs> yeah, we've talked, um, we've, we've talked about that. We've mentioned that. Um, but when I was growing up, my parents would and it was usually me that was getting yelled at, so I don't know why this was an issue, <laughs> because I was the troublesome child. Um, but they always used to go, cut Emily. Like, they'd start to say her, like, and then they'd be like, Emily! It's <laughs> like, uh, yes, that is me. Cut Emily. Hello. <laughs> trying to think if there are, like, other things that I am, like, better at. Maybe at, like, being heard. 
I feel like I've made myself that's louder. A, that's a good one. Yeah. Especially with my family, but sometimes with my friends too, because I used to just like let it wash over me. Like, okay, you didn't hear me? <laughs> Have fun. I'm not part of this conversation. I'll just stand here. Um, but now I will like actually assert it and like re-say the thing mm-hmm. that I had said or like, and I used to get like paranoid that like the conversation had passed the point where like what I was saying was relevant. And now I don't care. I will make you rewind that conversation to go back and talk about (laughs) my point. I'll be like, hey, actually, though, in reference to that thing you said 30 seconds ago that everyone talked over, this is what I had to say. (laughs) (laughs) Let's reel it back. Yeah, that's Make everyone. Being heard. And also, I think being heard in, like, your needs or your boundaries. I used to be way too nervous to exert any boundaries with anybody. Like, you know, if you hurt my feelings, I didn't say anything. If you did something really mean to me, I wouldn't say anything. Just because... Yeah. It's easier to internalize it and not make a big deal about it. Yeah. And now yeah. now I'm definitely better at saying, like, hey, that wasn't cool, like, what you did. You know, so things like that. Hey, you you admitted to getting better at something. Yeah, see? So it's not all terrible. I, I did improve <laughs> on some things. But generally, overall, like, I'm just a more anxious creature than I was when I was younger. Mostly just for being aware of it. Like, I just know just know now that that's anxiety well i would i think i would say you know that awareness is a sense of growing too you know like what they say when you go to like the 12-step program or whatever if you're in aa like they say like (laughs) like that we just compared social anxiety to 12-step program of aa good yeah probably not the best comparison but i just mean like they say like denial is like like come getting past your denial is kind of like one of the first steps to growth right like, that's definitely something I did as a kid. I did not think anything was wrong with me. I was, like, perfectly acceptable. I did not have social anxiety. I was fine. Everything was good. And as I got older, I was able to accept, like, okay, these are the situations that I'm not the best in. and Or that make me so uncomfortable. Yeah. And then from there, you can learn about it. Like, this is why my first job interview at Staples went so terribly, because I could not... <laughs> I could not even, like, admit to myself that I was, like, doing a bad job at this interview, which I very no, much... No, you were immaculate. <laughs> immaculate. <laughs> That's literally, like, what I thought. That's what I thought. Like, I went into this interview, I did a good job, and then I left, and why did I not get this job? And now I'm really heartbroken about it. But now I'm able to accept those faults in me and say, like, oh, I just did a bad job here. Or actually get to the point where I say to myself I know I'm gonna do a bad job in this thing so I need to practice for it or I need to prepare myself be prepared for it so your awareness I think is growth too Emily I think it was also like situational awareness too uh like thinking back most of my phone interactions when I was younger was like me calling my best friends to see if they wanted to play I hated Uh, doing that I loved it. I really? would call my friends all the time. I have like, and there are like three, at least three phone numbers, maybe more, that I have memorized of my friends' phone numbers that I would call when I was younger because I didn't mind calling those people. I always knew like their parents would answer. I would immediately just say, I want to talk to them. If they weren't home, conversation done. If they were home, I got to pick up the phone and be like, hi, let's play. And they could be like, yes or no. But as things went on and like my mom 
would be like, well, why don't you just call and book yourself a dentist appointment? Or why don't you just call and book yourself an eye appointment? Or why don't you just call the doctor? And I was like, I will literally shit myself if you make me (laughs) call my doctor right now and tell him there's something wrong with me. Like, I can't. Yeah. So, like, just realizing what situations I was okay with on the phone and, like, where I was comfortable and where I was uncomfortable was definitely, like, a thing I started to encounter more as I was older and more responsibility is expected of you. But I couldn't handle just, like, some of it. Most of it I'm fine with, but some of it, no thank you. I can walk into a doctor's office and talk to a human face-to-face and ask for an appointment. But God forbid I have to pick up a phone and call someone. No thank you. <laughs> like, still today? You don't like to this that? day. To uh... this day. If, if there is the option for me to walk into somewhere and talk to someone versus, like, even drive throughs if it's a restaurant that I'm not super familiar with, I would prefer to walk in, be able to stand back and, like, read the board and not be spoken to or, like, have anything expected of me than go through a drive through And, like, because mm-hmm. I feel like in a drive through if I pull up and the order board is there, I have bad eyesight. So if I'm, like, trying to, like, read it and they're talking to me at the same time and then I need to know my order and there's people behind me. And then, like, you know, it just <laughs> is, like... This is bad. This is a bad situation that I am in now. Give me whatever tastes good like fries. Thank you. Hi. (laughs) And then they're like, what just happened? I can relate (laughs) to that. I'm confused. Yeah. Yeah. I relate to the drive-thru. Like, I was nervous to go through drive-thrus here in the Netherlands at first. It's not something I was nervous about in Canada, but here, just because, um, yeah, they, they speak a different language to me, it just really stressed me out so I would prefer to go in but I'm over that now actually and now I do it um but I can definitely say like I, when I was younger I was afraid of calling people even my friends and I was terrified that their parents would pick up I also have this one horror story so <laughs> tell me well okay it's kind of hard to explain I went to the birthday party of like the most popular girl in my elementary school so I went to her birthday party and she had asked me to bring like my new Britney Spears CD to the party which I did and I forgot it there when I left the party and so my mom was like oh like why don't you just phone her and tell her to bring it to school and that terrified me I was like, I do not want to call. Like, we weren't really friends. Like, it was just kind of like, you know, when you're young, you always get invited to, like, everyone's birthday parties. Everybody gets, yeah. Yeah. Everybody gets an invitation. So it's not like we were really friends. Um, So I was terrified to call her. And it's really funny because she has the exact same first name as my dad. (laughs) So (laughs) I was so used to calling my dad at work like I would always call my dad at work if I needed to get him and and I would be like hi is Dale Betts there please and I would always say that so my brain was used to being like hi is Dale Betts there please and oh my hip just cracked so bad I heard that (laughs) really (laughs) yeah I was like what'd you drop nope just your bones that was a big crack um so yeah I think my brain had that script in my head and when I called the th- this girl I said that exact same line and she picked up like she <laughs> she picked up the phone and was like hello and I was like hi is Dale Betts there please <laughs> she was probably
probably so confused. <laughs> yeah, she did. She did. She made like a what? And I was like, uh, I was I was at a birthday party. Um, at Britney Spears CD lot, and I just like word vomited like a whole bunch of stuff. And then she's like, oh okay. Uh, but yeah, and so I was so embarrassed from that, and <laughs> I hated but calling did, people. Did you get your CD back? I did get my CD back. There you go. <laughs> That's the moral of the story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, also like some of my friends, they didn't have like the nicest parents, I guess. And sometimes I would phone them and like ask for my friend and I'd like hear them like audibly sigh, be like, <sighs> and then like call like my friend. And I, and then that just like made me feel super awkward. Like I was invading somebody. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that type of stuff when I was younger always made me super nervous, but phoning people now no problem. I can do it. I can call anybody in the world. I don't give a shit anymore. That's something that I fully, fully overcome. I literally hung the phone up yesterday after one of those awkward phone calls, actually both of them, and the receiver was just soaked in my palm sweat. <laughs> like to the point where I had to reach over and wipe it off with a paper towel because I didn't want the next person to have to pick up my sweaty phone receiver that I had just hung up. <laughs> So oh my God, still Emily. not over it. Not still over have it. clammy hands. <laughs> Good. Well, I think like I had also I had to call a lot of people for my last job and not just call people for things, but really often be like an advocate for something or like trying to get my way for something on the phone. You, you know? harassed people. That <laughs> you were basically a telemarketer is what I'm hearing. No, I was not a telemarketer, but I, I just had to like ask for things that were like not very usual or I don't know. So I think that I've just, I really had, I was forced to get over that and now it doesn't bother me at all. But yeah, not saying that I've gotten over everything. There's definitely things that happen. I'm definitely still weird in situations and those situations hit me when I don't even expect them, you know. I and stand by our assertion from before and I think we've said it on this pod that together we make one functioning human being. Because, <laughs> like, I feel like the stuff that you're not good at, I'm okay at. And I feel like the stuff that I'm not good at, you're okay at. And we could get through yeah. life as one single functioning human being. We should be together. roommates again. And then all the things <laughs> you don't want to do, I'll do. <laughs> I'll phone anybody for you. And you can. Perfect. And you can. What can What's you my do? strength? Get there. What is it? <laughs> we can eat candy together on the couch. Mm hmm. <laughs> I'll handle all the in-person situations that you don't like. Cool. And you can handle the phone conversations. And we will never go to parties again. Oh my god, that's the best thing. <laughs> Listen, I won't exclude all parties, because like chill parties where it's like five people that I'm pretty good friends with and we're all just going to kind of sit around, have a couple drinks, and maybe like chat, play a game. Cool, I'm there. But if you expect me to stand in a corner while the music is louder than my thoughts and enjoy myself, it's not happening. That's a no. Yeah, that's going to be a no from me. And I think that's all. Like, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. Do we want to wrap it up here? We can wrap it up here. All so, right. I mean, you know, for Courtney, it's improved. For me, it's not. But yeah. And what you do know. you think as a listener? If you had social anxiety when you were younger, did it get better as you got older? Or were there just certain elements or certain things about it that got better 
Or did it get worse? Did you worse? just become hyper aware of your limbs and now you can't walk properly? Because that's <laughs> happened to me before. What's going on with you? Email us. Let us know. We are here to hear. And that was a fun discussion, I think. Yeah. Yeah. All right. See you next week. Bye. Let's re-record our outro right now. <laughs>if you're mostly awkward and want to hear more please listen rate review and follow all episodes of the mostly awkward podcast new ones come out every tuesday and they're available now for free on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you get your podcasts if you got questions or you want to chat you can email us at mostly at gmail.com or follow us on tiktok instagram and reddit at mostly awkward pod or twitter at mostly for a full list of episodes, more deets, or to see what's coming next, visit our website, mostlyawkwardpod.com. This has been a presentation of Mostly Awkward Media. See, see you next week! week.